More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a shh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney it's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. Timmy, it seems like we've been doing the Saturday Strong like three or four times a week. Yes. They have called in the righties. They have called in the righties from Dallas, Texas, and Minnesota. And we've been delivering. We've received a lot of positive feedback about the duo of the great predictor, Steve Johnson and Minnesota Tim Parashka. So we appreciate everybody listening to the Saturday Strong. We appreciate everybody tuning into our last podcast we did, which was a recap of the Zozo Championship, which got some very positive results as well. So thank you, everybody, for following the Hank Haney Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today, Tim, and uh, this, I am called the great predictor. I don't know if I'm going to make any predictions today, but we do have the Bermuda Championship is going on, and we are, we are taping this on Friday morning, so the, they're, their player's already out on the golf course early in the morning. We're at 6.30 Central Time, and we've got players out there. A uh, lot of big players in this event, Tim. A lot of big players. Oh, Steve. Steve, absolutely huge. I'm kind of disappointed that it's not in primetime television. I mean, it's a Bermuda championship. The uh, the kind of pairings that are playing in the great Bermuda championship, you got the Funk Bros, 
actually father-son funk, Fred Funk and Taylor Funk. Talk about a premier matchup that everybody wants to watch. You got the Schneider Jans playing. Uh, Kevin and Ollie. I mean, who doesn't want to watch that? You got Hunter Mahan playing. You know, you're always going to be entertained watching Hunter Mahan. So, I mean, I'm a little disappointed that the big premier golf outlets, other than Golf Channel, didn't pick up this huge premier event on the PGA Tour. Yeah, I, I'd, um, I'm looking down at the entries here, Tim. And I, I see the Taylor Funk shot two over his first round. We got guys coming back after injury, after the yips, after all that. Graham Dillette is making another uh, start, plus three, not a very good start. But a good buddy of mine, I was very surprised to, to see this when I p- pulled up PGATour.com on my mobile app. And you know how you can pick favorites. And when you get the leaderboard and the, and the website comes up, the app displays who's playing. One of the three names that was on that favorites for me was Paul Stankowski. Really? He's on your favorite list on PGATour.com? He's a, he's a good buddy of mine. He is a PGA Tour Champions player. We, we saw him play last year. He was in the finals. I think he was leading the tournament going into the finals of the, the qualifying school for the PGA Tour Champions. Didn't happen to get it done, but had a great tournament. But I'm trying to figure out what kind he hasn't played on the PGA Tour in a couple of years. How far down the list did the PGA Tour go to get a full field here? I mean, it's just uh, Paul Stankowski. I haven't seen him in two years on an alternates list. Uh, it, it just uh, it amazes me at how far we've come down the list to get a full field here. And uh, you, you get the, the brothers, uh, Snyder Jans, that, uh, that surprises me. And then you got the, the, the funk uh, father-son tandem. Yesterday, they showed on television. I happened to catch a little bit of the tournament. Uh, the big feature group was Pat Perez and Stuart Sink. I mean, I, <laughs> that really doesn't seem like a, a feature group to me based on what we've been seeing lately. Does it you? No, not at all. I mean, as the great Hank Haney would say, how does the PGA Tour get sponsors for these kind of tournaments? I mean, who is seriously going to watch? I did a little bit. I did. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, you weren't watching to be entertained. You had a, it was background television. I mean, seriously, Steve, how many of those shots that you saw yesterday did you watch? Well, because it's uh, down in Bermuda, they don't have. Uh, I'm sure they have a lot of crew down there, but they don't have a lot of camera angles and all that. So you're basically watching the same thing. You're watching the same hole. You're watching different players hit the same shots to the same green, miss the same putts. Uh, not really exciting. Not 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 too exciting. And and by the way, I've got to fact check you on something. Ollie Snyder Jans. What's his brother's name? Uh, Kevin. I don't know. I his name is Luke. Luke, Luke Snyder Jans. Would Luke you please Schneider get that? Jans. Would you please get that uh, correct from now on? Uh, you know I'm how? I'm calling that a right. I'm calling that good. I'm calling that good. I got one of the Schneider Jans um, right. You did. You got the last name correct. You got. I'm you got playing that by the great predictors' rules here. I got one of them right, so I'm calling it good. But just for his, their mother, uh, Luke. Uh, we want to. We want to correct that. It's not Kevin. It's Do you Luke think Schneider her mother's? Jans. Their mother's listening to this podcast. Absolutely. You know because her her sons are are playing on the big stage right now. I mean, the Schneider that's like Jans a, mother. that's a dream come true. 
Let me take a moment to apologize to the Schneider James mother. So to Ollie and Kevin's mother, the Schneider Jans, I want to make an apology to you. Your sons are playing in this tournament. One of your sons, Ollie, is in contention entering the second round. He's tied for fourth. And it was absolutely disrespectful of me to call your son the wrong name. I should have called him by the right name and called him Luke Schneider Jan. So yes. I apologize. I apologize for this critical error. Kevin Schneider Jans is a great player, and I ask for your forgiveness. Kevin Schneider Jans, what are you talking about? His oh, name's Luke. Luke Schneider Jans, man, he's a household name, and I keep on forgetting what his name is. Okay, all right, we got to move on here. Uh, any other names that you can recognize in this in this field? No. We got Rafa Cabrera Bayo. I mean, we got some guys getting ready for the Masters. I mean, guys that'll be playing in the Masters, but most of the guys are not down in Bermuda. Uh, you know, we've got the travel restrictions and all that stuff, and guys wanting to make sure that they're ready for the tournaments that uh, that are upcoming. We've got the wraparound of the wraparound coming up. One of my favorite things to do, in all seriousness, is to go to the bottom of the leaderboard. So you look at the top of the leaderboard, obviously, to see the leaders. One of my favorite things to do is go to the bottom of the leaderboard and look at who's just playing awful, looking at who is just stinking up the joint. So Dominic Bozelli, 10 over par in the first round. He shot an 81. Matt Every, he won the Arnold Palmer Invitational a couple of times. He's five over par. Bronson Burgoon, five over par. Aaron Badley, the no logo man, four over par. And there's Paul Stankowski. He's three over par. He even started the day. I was looking at the leaderboard early on. And let me just say this. Paul Stankowski, I've met him. He does PGA Tour Live for Sirius XM Radio. And he is absolutely one of the nicest guys. Paul Stankowski is a great guy. He actually started the tournament one under par. Very good. Very good. Yeah. He'll be a weekend off, by the way. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. At least he got a start. That's true. All right. Let's take our first break. We got to get into the big topics. Uh, we're going to dive into Bryson DeChambeau's 400-yard drive and his prep for the Masters at Augusta National. And then we're going to talk about, I'm going to let the great predictor weigh in on Jack Nicholas's comments um, endorsing President Trump. Jack's been getting ripped. I responded to that yesterday on the Hank Kenny podcast. I did a solo, so you can check that out. Um, and then we're going to get the great predictor's thoughts on it today. Go check out HaneyUniversity.com right now for free daily golf tips and subscribe to Hank's free newsletter. Hank has a newsletter coming out daily every week, and there are so much knowledgeable golf tips available just for you just so you can improve your game. And Hank, all these the reason he's doing this is so you can improve your game. It's absolutely free. Other things available on HaneyUniversity.com. A push cart, an impact snap, and a laser rangefinder. All three incredible deals. All three will help you play better golf. Go to HaneyUniversity.com. Bryson's prep for the Masters. That's next. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. The great predictor here, Steve Johnson, along with Minnesota Tim Parachka. And Tim, we've got we to do a little practice rounds. You know, part of having a great performance is a practice round. We need to practice the, the little plugs that you do for Haney University. I heard you say that he has daily newsletters that come out every week. That's true. He does have daily newsletters that come out every week. What's your problem with that? Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I didn't know I was debating Joe Biden. <laughs> man, that was uh, that's uh, confused me. My head was spinning. <laughs> I heard you laughing in the background and I'm like, oh, crap. Did I just say daily newsletters coming out every week? Well, it wow. is true. I mean, he doesn't have daily newsletters coming out biweekly or once a month. Can't you technically have? Daily newsletters. I, that out just that just that just sent me for a loop. I was trying to figure out that the construction of that sentence. But anyway, hey, you know, 
people think, well, how is, how is a golf tip going to help my game? The way Hank constructs his golf tips is he looks at the ball flight. And so all you have to do, you don't have to know if your left hip is rotating too much or if your right foot has uh, got too much weight on it at the, in, in the backswing. You don't have to know things like that. What he asks you is, what is your ball doing? This is the, the thing that the great teachers focus on. Is It's a, it's a game where you're, you're aiming a golf ball, you're shooting a golf ball at targets, so what is your ball doing? That's all you need to know. You don't need to analyze anything about your body. All you need to do is analyze what your ball's doing. Now, he's got these tips for different audiences. Some people slice, some people pop it up, some people hit it too low, some people hit it too high. If that affl- applies to your golf ball in your ball flight, then you've got to listen up to these tips. And he's sending them out every day. Like Tim says, he's sending them out every day weekly. Yes. So, <laughs> thank you. You got to take advantage of that stuff. I mean, and, and I know, I know we we're not. This is not a, a an hour long advertisement for for Hank Haney website, but I tell you what, it does really help. And you come on, believe man. Me. Okay. On, all right. Man. All right. All right. Hey, let's no, let's saying, move on. I'm telling everybody else, come on, man, so to go follow the newsletter coming out every day. Okay. Weekly. Yeah. Weekly. Okay. Hey, we've got to talk about Jack Nicholas, and you know. PGA Touring Pros. I mean, Tiger Woods is a a champion at not saying anything in an interview. He tells you exactly what you he wants you to hear. He doesn't necessarily tell you what you want to hear, but he tells you what he wants to let you know. He's he's always got a reason for what he's saying. And on rare occasions, some guys come out and they'll tell they'll speak from the heart. And I mean, Jack Nicholas yesterday, uh, as we all know, we don't live in a vacuum. That's one of my big lines. Uh, it. November 3rd is a, is a big day for our country. And Jack Nicholas felt it necessary to come out and and encourage us to to vote and and he I don't I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's five paragraphs long here. It's not a really long statement. It's on Twitter, Jack Nicholas at Jack Nicholas if you want to read it. But one of the things that he does talk about, he says this is the last paragraph. He says, "I know we're only a few days away from November 3rd and election day." But I'm certain many of you have not yet made up your minds. Have you made up your mind? I, I have. Know. Have yeah. you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But our listeners out here, there's, there's people out there that haven't made up their mind yet. Here's what Jack Nicholas would tell you. If we want to continue to have the opportunity to pursue the American dream, and he, he talks about that in his previous paragraphs, that his, both his father and his, uh, his wife's father or grandfather were, worked for the railroad and uh, up in Ohio, and they gave their kids an opportunity to, to have uh, a secondary education. Jack Nicholas's father was a pharmacist, probably the first guy in his family to, to go to college. So that, he's talking about that as like the American dream. Let me continue. And not evolve into a socialist America and have the government run your life, then I strongly recommend you consider Donald J. Trump for another four years. I certainly have, and I've already cast my vote for him. I mean, that is, that is a limb that not many athletes, especially not many PGA Tour golfers, especially a guy that carries the weight that Jack Nicklaus does uh, and his opinions about everything, the rolling the ball back, the, uh, you know, what the conditions of a, a golf course should be like, and now, 
his political beliefs. I, I, I applaud him for putting it out there. He is getting absolutely torn up on Twitter. It's one of the reasons I haven't been on Twitter in a while. I mean, people just, Tim, what, what do you think about people just, he, he's talking from the heart. He's telling you what he thinks. Now, other people can tell us what they think, but all they do is get on there and attack him and name yeah. call. It, 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 it just does not seem right. No, it is absolutely disrespectful. And uh, I was reading articles yesterday. Christine Brennan wrote one um, on USA Today. And I was reading that, and she was ripping Jack Nicholas as well, as well as the other mob out there ripping Jack Nicholas. And this is where people go wrong, okay? So one, Jack Nicholas is 80 years old. Um, he doesn't have much time left. I mean, maybe he's got 20 years. Who knows? Maybe he's got 25 years left. Who knows? Nobody knows, but he's 80 years old. Let's face it. There's not that much time left for Jack Nicholas. And this is my point of that. He's 80 years old. Do you honestly think Jack Nicholas cares about average Joe sitting behind a computer screen, ripping him, telling him to F off, telling him he lost? respect for jack nicholas do you think jack nicholas really cares about man behind a computer screen ripping him nicholas has 18 major championships 72 pga tour wins he's loved by millions and a lot of people will always think he's the greatest player of all time plus he also he also hosts one of the best non-major championships every single year on the pga tour the memorial at Mirfield Village. And my last point about this. So Jack Nicholas has made a lot of money, obviously, through the game of golf. And I guarantee you that Jack Nicholas has donated more money, has donated more money to more important causes than almost anybody else out there, especially average Joe sitting behind a computer screen ripping Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas has probably, I guarantee you. Jack Nicholas has made larger donations, a larger impact to more important organizations than man behind a computer screen will ever make in his entire life. And this is the guy you're shredding to pieces. And this is what's wrong with the world today. Twitter gives so many people a platform that don't matter. It gives so many people a platform to sit behind keys and type whatever they want. And it's so meaningless. It is so without purpose people are literally going to their computer screens and telling people to f off what does that do it literally does nothing it's worthless tim it's a cowardly way to respond right i mean if you want to respond respond with your own thoughts don't respond respond with attacks it, it just doesn't uh it, it is just it's a typical response on a on a Twitter uh, on a Twitter post that you don't like, just spewing out hate. Um, I mean, name calling and all that stuff. Just tell us what you think. I mean, Jack Nicholas ha had the courage enough to tell us what he thought. Tell us what you think, and then we'll move on. Don't uh, this this hate stuff is not has got to go. I don't see one positive comment on Jack Nicholas's Twitter. Uh, just uh, a lot of guys just just spewing hate. Um, you know what, Tim? I was going to put. They've got the little heart at the bottom where you like it. I was going to punch like 120,000 people have punched like 46,000 people have retweeted it. Uh, I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to uh, just like a lot of us out there. I mean, I don't want to be reading stuff about, you know, uh, hate mail. 
Who wants to read hate mail? Right. Absolutely. There's no room for the hate. There's room for disagreement. There's room for political points. If someone endorsed Biden, I wouldn't be pissed off. I mean, vote for whoever you want to vote for. There's room for disagreement. There's not room for attacks. All right, let's take our second break on the Hank Candy Podcast. Go to VoodooPainRelief.com right now for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Voodoo Pain Relief Cream is there daily, and it's available weekly all on VoodooPainRelief.com. It's a free two-week supply. It will take care of your aches and pains. So it has helped so many people. It has taken care of so many people. The reviews are off the charts. It's a patented product. And the return rate is less than one-tenth of 1%. So it's free right away. Then you can order it. And Hank also offers a free 30-day money-back guarantee. So you really have nothing to lose with this product or with this deal. All right, when we come back, Bryson's prep for the Masters. That's next. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. Steve Johnson, along with the stumbling, bumbling, jumbling Tim Parachka this morning. He's having a hard time getting his thoughts out, but uh, we're, we're here with you, Tim. We're, we're struggling with you. I'm stumbling. And I, I'm not going to do any type of name calling or uh, make any comments on your personal life or anything like that, just because <laughs> uh, I don't agree with your, uh, your sentence structure. Okay. Well, thank you. I mean, if you wanted to, it's coming from a close personal friend like yourself. So you do whatever you need to do. Okay. All righty. Well, hey, Alex Myers with uh, Golf World, Golf World Online wrote an article. I mean, you know, we're getting, we've got the Bermuda Championship this week, and then we have the Houston Open uh, the following week. And then we've got the big, uh, the big tournament, the Masters, 2020 Masters. And Guys are gearing up for that. I mean, we, we see articles all over the place, and uh, this isn't an exception. This is Alex Myers' attempt to g- give us some information on this tournament. Uh, his, the title is Masters 2020. This stat might keep you from betting on Bryson DeChambeau at Augusta National. Now, you know, DraftKings came out and made Bryson DeChambeau the favorite. I think he's 8-1. to one. Wow. Uh, I'm, not sure if, I'm not sure if that is still... Uh, the the odds because they they move as people are betting on different players but Dustin Johnson is up there Justin Thomas John Rahm um, there's another article in Golf Digest about the 13 favorites according to the experts from Golf Digest but Alex Myers makes a, a compelling argument here that for guys and, and he goes off Justin Ray just at Justin Ray Golf who does a lot of research. Here's what Justin Ray says, Tim. Now, I want you to listen to this closely, okay? There are 58 players with eight-plus rounds at Augusta National over the last three years, okay? Now, Bryson DeChambeau has 12 rounds. Those span the last four years because he didn't play in 2017. So he does. He's, he's one of the guys that have eight rounds. Uh, of that group, Bryson DeChambeau ranks 58th. He ranks last. In strokes gained putting per round at the Masters of those 58 guys. And you say, oh my gosh, this the Masters is all about putting. If you can't putt, there's no way you can win the Masters. My question is, how much traction has this article gotten? Because this could be a big influencer for betting uh, on the PGA Tour and in the Masters tournament. So, you know me, Tim. I don't see any, I, I don't go, go with anything at face value. I do a lot of research. You know that. Oh, of course. And so what I did, and I started thinking back at, at Bryson DeChambeau. And one of the things I've talked about with Bryson DeChambeau is when I saw him on the PGA Tour as a rookie, I think in 2017, that he was always practicing and practicing mostly short game, mostly intermediate length putts. Every every time I saw him, I didn't see him on the driving range. He was always, especially after a round, he was always practicing his putting. Now he had all of the tools out there. He had putting, uh, you know, he had uh, the the perfect putter. He had all of the putting aids that you could imagine. And uh, a lot of the guys were showing him how to use them. But th- his goal was, hey, I've got to become. I know I've got to become a better putter. Uh, the pins are in 
tough spots. They're they're closest they're close to the edge of the greens. I've got to be accurate with them, and I've got to capitalize on these opportunities I have because you know, heck, these guys are are are, are shooting way under par every round. I mean, twenty under winning, twenty four under winning last week. And so I started thinking, okay, now Bryson DeChambeau was not a very good putter in 2017. And they even had stats for him in 2016. Let, let, me, let me sketch these out for you, okay? In 2017, he was minus 0.193. That doesn't mean anything to you other than the fact that he was ranked 145th on the PGA Tour. That's at minus 0.193 strokes gained putting. He was losing almost two-tenths of a stroke on every round of golf to the field in 2017. Now, he didn't play enough rounds of golf in 2016 and 15, but he does, that does have the numerical value of what he did. In 2016, he was twice as bad. He had minus 0.30 strokes game putting. He was losing three-tenths of a stroke every round. And the same in 2015. So you could say, wow, this guy is not a very good putter. And it, when you look at Augusta and you get take Justin Ray's analysis, are you with me here, Tim? I'm with you. Why aren't you bringing up Bryson DeChambeau's 2020 putting statistics? Well, here's, here's the thing. This is why guys, guys have angles for their, their articles. And you read this, this article and he says, and he does mention it, but he doesn't give any stats. He says, you know, Bryson's putting has gotten better. Well, let me tell you how much better it's gotten. In 2018, he was ranked 32nd in strokes gained putting. And in 2019, he's ranked 28th in strokes gained putting. You know, you're the big, you're the big analyzer for trending, trending. Now, what would you say that I am? Bryson DeChambeau? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not only grinding, I'm a but trending. Yes. Yeah. You see the trends, and you look at this, and you say, wow, in 2015, Bryson DeChambeau was not a very good putter. He lost three-tenths of a shot every round of golf to the field. Now, in 2019, he's gaining almost four-tenths of a shot for every round in his putting, plus the guy is bombing him 400 yards. How can Bryson DeChambeau not be the favorite? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, my next question is this. How different are the greens at Augusta National compared to, let's say, a Memorial or a WGC or basically any other golf tournament that's a regular on the PGA Tour? Augusta National greens are way more undulating and have way more slope and are fast as hell than almost any other green on the PGA Tour. Would you say that's correct? Well, I, I would say that other than the fact of the majors and we just played a major a few weeks ago at uh, Wingfoot Golf Club. Remember that? I do. And who who won? Th those greens are very sloped. They're bumpy. They, uh, I mean, bumpy in that they have bumps in them. They're very smooth, but they're fast. They're firm and fast. Who won that tournament there at Wingfoot? I think Bryson did. Yes, he did. So <laughs> uh, the only thing that, what they do at Augusta National is they don't have the green reading books. Now, Bryson DeChambeau depends on these books quite a bit. Now, He's probably scouring the internet to try to get some topos of these of these greens because this is very important. Now he'll spend most of his time like when I saw him in 2017 after rounds, he wasn't out there pounding balls like a lot of guys. He was working on the greens. 
Phil Mickelson, when he prepares for tournaments, sometimes he'll just go out and he'll take a putter and a, a lofted club so he can hit some chip shots around the green. Bryson DeChambeau is going to be studying these greens. Now, these guys can go play practice rounds. The green speeds will not be as fast as they typically will be for the tournament, but you, uh, you he's going to get familiar. He's going to familiarize himself with these these slopes. I think that's one of the reasons he did take a month off. He's still, he's been off for two weeks, Tim. You like him at Augusta, huh? I, I do like him at Augusta. And, you know, it's just, you've got to put a, a, just like Hank says, you've got to put a good ball striking and good putting rounds together for four rounds to to have any type of prayer in in winning a tournament. Now, I mean, he's, 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 he's got some confidence, uh, not just false bravado. He's got, now he's, he's got, the championships to back it up. I, I like him in this tournament, Tim. I'm, I think I'm going to go. I think I may go triple play on Bryson DeChambeau. Um, you know, some of the other guys that were favorites, uh, the golf golf digest has Dustin Johnson as the favorite. That's their number one pick uh, on one of the articles that I wrote, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that I read. Um, Dustin Johnson hasn't played in a few weeks. He's coming off the coronavirus. Now he's a very healthy guy. Uh, no telling uh, how he's how long it's going to take him to get back into form. But remember when he when he slipped at the at the uh, Augusta in his uh, rental house. Yeah, and he wasn't the same for the rest of the year. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how he's going to do. Uh, I just I have a hard time not picking Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. Wow. All right. I don't think Bryson DeChambeau is honestly going to win the Masters. I don't think he will find lightning in a bottle with his putter. Not that he needs to find lightning in a bottle because he has dramatically improved the putter. But I think there are more dangerous areas to miss your driver than at Winkfoot. Winkfoot, the rough was incredibly high. And the fairways were unbelievably narrow, which means the shortest hitters were even missing the fairway. So why not miss the fairway about 75 yards further than everybody else? So Bryson had a huge advantage at Wingfoot, and he played to it. So all credit and kudos to Bryson DeChambeau. At the Masters, I think it's going to be a different story. I don't think Bryson's going to find it. He is historically one of the worst putters at Augusta National. And I think there is something to not having a greens reading book. Do I think he will miss the cut? No, I don't. But do I think he'll be in contention? I don't think so. Okay. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, and even though I'm not going to argue with you, uh, even though I've, I've got a different opinion, I'm going to get on Twitter and start ripping you and calling <laughs> you names. I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I'm ready for it. I'm bracing for it already. I'm okay. bracing for it. <laughs> Hey, remember everybody, go to HaneyUniversity.com for daily tips coming out weekly. Go to VoodooPainRelief.com for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. We appreciate you listening to episode 43 of the Saturday Strong. Episode 43 of the Saturday Strong. The Masters is coming up at Augusta National. We're getting excited. College game day is going to be there. And the great predictor is already firing up his crystal ball to make his prediction for the Masters. All right, everybody, take care, stay safe. Follow all of us on Twitter, at Hank Haney, at Great Predictor one and at Tim Parashka. 
hit bombs, make putts, stay safe, and take care. Bye. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.